Show the two sexiest fat men alive. I'm gonna cut to the chase and I'm gonna speak to you, the next generation. Breathe. If you don't, you'll suffocate. You have a soul. Be careful with it. Don't be a turd. If you're strong, be a protector, and if you're smart, be a humble influencer. Strength and intelligence can be weapons, and do not wield them against the weak. Doesn't matter what it is, earn it. Reach out to someone in pain, be of service, it feels good and it's good for your soul. God is real, God loves you, God wants the best for you, believe that, I do. Learn to pray, it's easy and it's so good for your soul. And finally, nobody is perfect. People are gonna tell you you're perfect just the way you are, you're not, you are imperfect. You always will be, but there is a powerful force that designed you that way. And if you're willing to accept that, you will have grace. And grace is a gift. And like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. Do not forget it. Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba show. Busy show on tab today. We have got a lot going on, and uh, we'll blink, and before you know it, it will be over. So let's enjoy every moment. We got Gary. Yep, old two-inch himself. Gary Vines will be here, the original Spurmaster. He'll be coming in early today. Uh, you know, I talked to him yesterday. He better be bringing in pies. I don't know if he will, though. Uh, we have to check in with him today as he comes stopping by. He has quite a story, he said. Also, the Naked Cowboy, I believe, is coming by today. That's what he said yesterday. So at any moment, we could see the Naked Cowboy walk by the window. You just never know. You don't. Not here. That's why, Rick and Bubba, you never know. You can't tune away. Uh, he is on his way uh, to Mardi Gras, uh, and so he normally stops by an annual visit here to the studio. Hey. Uh, and so I don't know if he's going there or coming. I don't know what his schedule is. I just know he's coming through the area and uh, is in town, so that's uh, something we'll look at today. The Wheel of Meat could spin because it has not spun all week long, uh, so be looking for that. Also, uh, you know, we say this every day, but that's because some of you are procrastinating. If you have a class and you want to sign up for Read Across America Day, you need to do so. All you have to do is go to rickandbubba.com, look uh, under events, click that, go down to March the 2nd, click that, and you can see uh, what you need to fill out uh, so your classroom can be part of the largest classroom uh, in the world when it comes to the Rick and Bubba reading of Green Eggs and Ham, uh, Dr. Seuss's birthday, Read Across America Day, March the 2nd, be a part of the largest classroom with the uh, Rick and Bubba show. That's an annual event as well. We've got some classes uh, walking over uh, from a, a nearby elementary school, as we always do. And uh, Helmsy's youngest, Maddie, will be a part of that group. So that'll be fun. Uh, always good to see them and be signing up for that uh, so your school and classroom can be listed. All right, over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me is Michael Helms. How are y'all? Well, that's a great day to make something happen. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do it. Uh, we are here and uh, looking forward to it. And as I said, uh, worlds collide uh, when Gary uh, comes by and the Gary. naked cowboy. Um, strategically, we have separated them 
it with it within you know hours uh, of each other. Uh, but we'll see if Gary lingers and, and and is able to meet the naked cowboy. There is a you speaking of worlds <laughs> collide. There is a chance that Gary naked cowboy, my seven year old daughter. And my wife could be up here at the same time. All the same time. Hey, right, and, and passed by Big strange. Boy. That yes. Be, that, that's yeah. going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, oh, that's scary. You just never know. <laughs> so You never know with this bunch. Last <laughs> night I said uh, Maddie's struggling with some kind of sickness. And, yeah. and, of course, Amanda thinks she's been diagnosed now and um, and and has the flu. I don't sure. know if that's the case because I don't think she's sh- – Amanda claims she's showing flu-like symptoms, mm-hmm. and I get there's different versions of yeah. flu and all that. So she, she's probably different right. Letters. The flu can um, be very flush, fru- it, frustrating because it, it can you can't dial and, it in. You know? And and it's one of those things too where we automatically say, "Well, no, they they don't have the flu. That kid's not doesn't act like they had the flu. They're bouncing around. They get a fever every couple mm-hmm. hours, and and they're coughing. And it, but that's flu-like symptoms, and it could be one of the other flus. You mm-hmm. know." And so we were talking about that last night and trying to figure out today. And I said, well, here's the deal, Maddie. If you, if you don't go to school and you have to come up to the office, just understand there will be a naked cowboy mm. in your presence. That's a little intimidating. Sure. Yeah. And do you remember that bald guy, Gary, <laughs> that took the splinter out of your toe when we were at the lake? Yeah. He'll be there too. But he won't so, be in his underwear. So you can either you know tough it up and go to school or you can come see those two. Mm. <laughs> so she just looked at me kind of. I, I think she's probably going to go to school. Goofy look. You know, it's it's one of those things that's hard to describe until you see it. You know? I, know? I mean, you can describe, and it sounds terrible if you think about it. Hey, we got a guy in his underwear. He's up here playing the guitar. We that got a sounds, guy. We got a guy terrible. in his fifties. He's coming up here in his underwear and play guitar. That sounds terrible. It does. It really does. It, really does. it does. It does. Uh, it does. Uh, he um he sent me uh, a video that I shared with y'all. Um, with him with clothes on, uh, singing to us yesterday. Looked strange because I'd never seen him with clothes on. Of course, then he headed down to the lobby of the uh, hotel and sent me a video of that entertaining guest there. The man never rests. I remember when I was riding him around. We met him at the Jenny Jones Show, and we'll talk about the history uh, of the Naked Cowboy with the Rick and Bubba Show. And we hear from all of you really throughout the year. Anybody that visits New York, they always send us either video, a picture, or just an email that says, hey, we ran into the Naked Cowboy, screamed, stay in it, and he sang to us, took a picture. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's always been that relationship. The Naked Cowboy says, I think he's, it's been 20 years, I think now. Uh, yeah. but, um, but anyway, the man never rests. And I remember when we first jumped in, into the, uh, the van and rode around the Birmingham market uh, singing to everybody, he said, Speedy, I'm going to be the greatest entertainer in the world. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I know you're just just on the verge of being crazy because you sing in your underwear. So, so we know that. And a cowboy hat. And um, but I okay, buddy. If that's what you say, and then lo and behold, he has uh, made quite a little brand for himself there in New York. Yes. Uh, and uh, we have his bobbleheads in the studio. Actually, he stopped uh, by yeah. the last time he came through and brought sure those did. to us. So, for some reason you keep one in your office, right at eye level. <laughs> well, right there by the big boy. When I don't know, I somebody that. keeps putting it back. I don't think it might be Greg. <laughs> Uh, so that's today. So that'll be interesting to say the least. Um, but we'll have to look at that and and hopefully uh, handle that with kid gloves. Uh, so looking ahead towards the weekend too, we got the big fight this weekend, right? Anybody yeah, going to give anything? To I that? don't know. I'm, I'm not going to buy it, huh? but I do want to watch it. Wilder and Fury. I know I sound like you on that. Two point Well, I mean, well, how I, much is it? I, I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, oh, Adler, like Adler's our, our dude more, when it comes more to that. Adler, you want to invite us all over to watch a fight this weekend? <laughs> Let's do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> little viewing party 
Franco in. Franklin and Kevin. Here's and, my problem. I can't stay up that late to watch it. And if on a weekend? Vegas, you know it's going to be yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm down by 10 o'clock on weekend. Uh, well, we are on Get your nap in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, you can do that. We've seen that. I got to be up on it, it Sunday, does. too. It, well, yeah. Well, yeah I, I know. You can get a nap in the middle of the day. And, yeah. I get a middle of the day. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I get a nap every, every day. day. That's part of my day. Um, I forgot about that. It, it is tough on these on these tickets because you, you get all these these pre-fights that lead up to the, the main event, and by the time the main event rolls, it's 11-something at 79 99 Probably not going They got to get paid, don't they? Huh? They got to get paid. I think I'll wait until two years from now when they do a rematch and the week before they play it, it like eight times. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's when I'll watch right. it. That's when you'll watch it. I really – I just don't think I'm going to do that. No. Nice. If it w- I will say this. If it was at 7 o'clock, I'm in. The money's not an option. I pay for it. I make it a family event, mm-hmm. and we all hang out at the house and watch the fight. But I'm not staying up till midnight to because it's gonna go. It mm-hmm. it'll go ten, nine, eight rounds for I, sure. You never know. Yeah, it's not gonna be a quick Tyson. Here, here you go and out. I've been sitting here just trying to think. It, it, jokes aside, has nothing to do with money. The last time I did a pay per view event, when it comes to like boxing, lingerie mine. bowl. No boxing. It had to be. Mine was a Mike Tyson fight. Mine was probably. I mean, it had to be. Had to be. I think it was when Tyson, you know, when his last, when he was at the end of his career Mm -hmm. and he fought Lennox Lewis. I think that was the last one. And me and some buddies like pitched in and everybody came to somebody's house. Yeah, I've given the I've given the boys some cash because they'll go over to a friend's house that's got it and everybody's splitting it up to pay uh, for it. I've I've done that, but hosting uh, a a pay per view, I, I can't remember. It has to be back then. Yeah. Had to be. What time are we supposed to be there? Mm. Hmm? This Saturday. What time are we Saturday? Come on. Where are we gonna be, when are we going to be at the Cove? <clears throat> That's going to be tough. Party at the Cove. That's going to be tough. It's so late. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, we... Um, I don't. I think that's more of the problem than seventy nine ninety nine. We'll take a break. We'll come back 16 minutes past the hour. It is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour. Friday is here, and we thank you uh, for being here. Uh, last night, guys, uh, Terry is in this thing where she wants to go uh, for a walk. Uh, we got a, like a little circuit around the cove, and she wants to go for a walk. And there was a debate. Hey, it's a little cold, and it was. Uh, and it's a little nippy. It's a little nippy, and so uh, we head out. And I told her, I said, "Look, you're going to want to." You want to, you're gonna want a, a toboggan for sure, and you're gonna want some gloves. And we got a, not not into a, an argument, but a little bit of a debate about I don't need those. And I'm like, I promise you, when you round that corner and that wind hits you, I promise you. And there was somebody that has a um, a little um, one of those little flags that you know just celebrate the different holidays and all this kind of stuff out in, in their front yard across the street. And I said, look across the street. I say, you see how that flag is is sideways and it's not laying down? That's because the wind's blowing. And she was so thankful that we actually uh, that we actually did that because um, my kids and Amanda's the same way. Amanda has progressed in this, but my kids and we do argue. It's not a debate. Mm-hmm. We completely argue about it. 
They do not want gloves. Or I'm like, why do you want to be miserable? I don't get that. Right. Like, you will be – it doesn't look bad, number one. And for girls, it's cute. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to see a little bog- toboggan on a girl. But they will – all right, I'm not wearing that. That's stupid. I'm not wearing that. Right. Why not? Yeah. You're going to freeze. Like, if you keep your ears warm and your hands and feet warm mm-hmm. – you will be okay. It'll mm-hmm. be a pleasurable experience for you. Yeah. I said, I know these gloves don't fit. I promise you, you're going to want to wear them about halfway in. I'm so glad I wore I these. Know. I'm like, yeah, I know. But there's two things I wanted to bring up. First, The first one is, we and we've talked about it, and Rick has actually ranted on it because uh, Sherry will go off on things that they are binge watching or just watching together, and yeah. she'll go off and just watch them on yes. her own yeah. and leave Rick behind. Well, uh, Terry did that to me. Uh, we were um, we were in the process of uh, listening to uh, the uh, the chasing Cosby yeah. uh, deal, and we had stopped on it like episode four, and and I I could have could have gone on without her and listened to the rest of them, yeah. but I didn't. And then last, and I said, hey, I yesterday she comes home, uh, the, she she got she got home and she like stayed in the car for five minutes, and I thought, well, she's on a call or something. And so I'm like, hey, you stayed in the car for a while, you know, everything, you know, so everything y'all are good. listening to them together. Not, it's not a watching together. It's a y'all podcast. Are, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. But y'all are li- I didn't realize y'all were, y'all were the family that listened to things together. Well, when we're in the car together, we'll, you know, That's we'll cool. throw that on or something. I like that. And, uh, and, so, and so she's like, no, I was just finishing up chasing Cosby. And I said, what do you mean? Mm. And she said, oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm finished with it all. And I said, it never even occurred to her, did it? I said, "This is how it happens." Uh-huh. I said, "You wives," and she said, "What?" I said, "There's no they loyalty. Can't control themselves. None. They really There's can't. no loyalty. There's no self control when it comes to binge watching." I said, "I or could, listening." I said, "Do you know how many opportunities I've I have had to to start another episode and I haven't? I, I made because, that decision because honey, I was like, you. hey, next game we yeah. go to, or next time we're in the car, we'll crank it back yeah. up.'" And she said, "Well, you can go back." I said, "I know I can. It's not the point. It's not the point. I know. You know, you left a man behind here, honey. Yes." And she just couldn't see it. I well, I don't know what you're talking about. That's just ridiculous. I, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, then I'm moving on with Game well, on. I, I mean, the next time I am moving on. You're going to find And she just couldn't. She couldn't figure it out. I said, I, this is what Rick talks about. Yep. This is it. Yeah. I tell you yeah. what, you can't watch anything together nowadays or listen. The yeah. other thing is I've noticed something with traffic, and I want to bring it out. All right. So, you know, when you're jogging in traffic, they say you need to jog or walk against traffic. Correct. Not with it because if somebody's not watching you, they'll come up and clip you from behind. Correct. Yes. So we try to do that, but this little this little thing, and and it's just we're walking through a subdivision, but there's parts of the subdivision that are much busier than others, and there's a cut through road that goes from one section of town to that subdivision, and there's it's kind of a curvy little road. Well, we're always trying to make sure that we're paying attention and not looking down or whatever to what's coming because we're walking against traffic. But I have no, a very alarming trend, and that is people are texting and looking down so much. There's been about five different times I've wanted to dive into the grass oh, yeah. because nobody is paying that. attention. Yeah. Like last night, for instance, we went for this little walk. It was a little after dark, and, and I, see, I see one coming. I'm like, here, here they come, here they come, here they come. And I bet you it was no more from here to the end of the room, and all of a sudden, they, you could tell the the cars just jumped to the middle because they weren't paying attention, and and it, it, it's to the point where it's a little scary. To the, I mean, that nobody. Why doesn't it, there's so many people texting and driving? It is alarming because yeah. you can see them as they come by. They're looking down. They're not even looking up. 
It almost clipped us twice. I, I seriously, I've almost danger. I have I'm to the point. It's a problem. This, yeah. this whole this whole looking at your stupid phone is a problem. Yes, it is. And, and I, to the point where, when there's cars coming, if she's on the outside, we'll switch. I'm like, hey, get against the curb. So I'll just push you into the. Grass. Oh God, I'd hate for somebody to take a few minutes and not look at their stupid phone. I know. You know my goodness, I'd hate, if you really got to look at it, just pull over. These places pull over everywhere. And, and there's and I'm gonna tell you right now, everybody <laughs> that's in this at the at the front of this subdivision, they're they're like probably sixty seconds from home because they're all going into the subdivision. So what's so important? Probably a bunch of wives catching up on podcasts well, without that, their husbands. That's maybe be. she was trying to click on what she couldn't remember what uh, episode she heard. Right. On my way home on the interstate a lot, I'll, you'll see them ahead of you. The guy that's doing sure. the car that's yeah. doing this in and out of the lanes. You come up beside them, and I'm talking. About, I've seen them not just glancing at it, have it up on the steering wheel. Mm. And they're like this. I'm thinking, we're going 70, 80 miles an hour, and you're swerving everywhere. Yeah. All right, so you know how the uh, the phone has a flashlight, Greg? I know you, you just discovered that <laughs> yeah, the other day. Yeah, it's amazing that they um, do that now. I, the night That's be- a hell of an idea. I guess it was <laughs> night before last or something. I literally saw a car come, and I turned my flashlight on, and I, I was waving it. Yeah. And, and I don't know if I, we might have been hit if I hadn't done that. I got wait in my minute, mind. Wait a minute. So you? <laughs> no, it was dark. It's a dark section. It's between our house and there's a there's a convenience That's store. And it's not a very big light. Though. There's it's no lights, but at night when it's pitch dark, it is. You real, better be get some reflective clothes it's, it's on. Real bright. Of course, if they're staring at their phone, it doesn't matter if you got a, a beacon <laughs> a beacon spinning on top of your head. Right. They're not going to see it. <laughs> I, but I, I guess I've always known it, but now that that's our little track, and I and and there it, we have to deal with traffic. It is extremely concerning. In a different people situation, are, same kind of subject. I'm going. It was raining. Yeah, and I was coming home through Atlanta, and I'm at the point where I'm going to get on the interstate, and this is a very busy area. Some moron, at least the screams because I didn't see. Him, I had my glasses on. Is walking in front of my car, dressed in jet black clothes, in the rain, and I can't even see him until I'm right up on him. Mm. Just walk. I'm talking about this is not some. This is a very busy area. He, just, you know, the the merge where you turn off. Yeah, the where the yield is. Uh-huh. He just walked his big A right out there and just had a black jacket with a hood because it was raining and completely black. Hard to see everything. If I'd have been close, I'd have run all over. Kid, gosh. If he'd had your flashlight, it'd have helped. Well, I, I've only done that once, but I mean, you're trying to do anything you can because they, heck, they're not. Did paying you attention. exaggerate a little bit at it? Was it that close? No, I, yeah, I just I went like that. It was pitch dark. It was coming right at us. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Busy show today. Uh, Gary, yes, right. Gary, the bulldozer man, will be stopping by the studio today. Probably within thirty minutes, we will see his little bald head. I can say that I'm bald. Uh, so he'll be here today. Nick Cowboy stop, supposed to stop by. Will Amit should spin. Busy show today. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at Twenty Four Seven Burglar Busting Protection for your home or small business. Baby. We're talking about SimplySafeBubba.com. SimplySafeBubba.com. This security system is different because uh, there's a um, if there's a break-in, they use video evidence. So police dispatch is up to 350 uh, percent faster when it comes to the burglar alarm. I mean, they they get there quicker because a lot of times there's just a, a delay uh, in getting there, uh, and so you can get comprehensive protection for your entire home or small business. Outdoor cameras, doorbells, 
uh, cameras. Uh, they can alert you of someone approaching. you got motion, motion and uh, glass break sensors uh, that can guard inside as well. All of this 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals. Uh, it's about 50 cents a day, I guess, with no contract. Uh, so check them out. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under sponsors, or you can just simply go to simplysafebubba.com now and receive free shipping on your order and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafebubba.com. And they have built-in systems that you can get, or you can design one for yourself because some some of you might need more door sensors or more window sensors than others, or you might want more cameras than others. Uh, and so you can either go with uh, something that they've already put together, uh, which is just a standard package uh, that fits your needs, or you can go and, and say, no, I want something special. I need, I need this, this, and this, and they can put that together for you. So go to simplysafebubba.com now and receive free shipping on your order and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Or as I said, you can go to rickandbubba.com and look under sponsors. All right, so we're going to go out to Germany, guys. It says Chris is in Germany, and he wants to talk about texting and driving there. So let's see if he is there. Is it now? Now, Chris, are you in Germany or want to talk about Germany? Yeah. Good morning, guys. No, I was. Uh, I'm in Germany. I was just going to make a comment on the uh, the texting and driving over here. Okay. Uh, so I know, because I, 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 I was listening to the uh, what y'all were talking about earlier with how bad it's getting. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's a really big issue here. It, it's gone so far that German law enforcement now, if they if they see you on a phone. Doesn't matter if you're at a red light, sitting still, whatever. If you're on your phone in a car, they will ticket you hmm. for that, and you can have your driver's license suspended. Um, I think it starts in a month, and it just kind of adds on from there. Wow! Wow! So they're taking but it serious. Oh yeah, no, it, it's it's a really big deal over here too. Um, I mean, but it, it's crazy the amount of people that you see driving down the autobahn. Like right now, I'm driving down the autobahn, and and the amount of people that I've seen since y'all stopped talking about it. It's, I've passed like five or six people who are just sitting there on their phones. How fast uh, are you going on the autobahn? Thank you, Greg. <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask. So no, no, no. Uh, so that's a good question. Right, I was going about 160 kilometers when I'm or kilometers an hour, but I'm hopping off on an exit right now. Oh, that has um, to feel good. Mm. Yeah. Hey, no, that, of all places to be looking at your telephone, probably not not a great idea. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the, the fastest the fastest I've hit on the Autobahn is 220 kilometers an hour, which is like I think it's like 95 miles an hour. Yeah. But I was trying to trying to get to the hospital for my daughter's birth. So well, that makes know, sense. A little bit of a different story, but that's when you yeah, like to have no speed limit. Yeah, Chris, I have to ask, Absolutely. why are you in Germany? So um, this isn't my first time calling on the uh, on the show. I, I've called okay. a couple other times from um, over here. I'm in the military that. right now. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'll be yeah. I'm supposed to be getting back to the states in July. So we'll, okay. we'll see how that goes. Perfect. I'm definitely uh-huh. excited cool. to, well, thank you for your service, buddy, back. and appreciate you listening too. Hey, watch out for them uh, people on the Audubon looking yeah. at your cell phone. Right. That's now, look, if you really so want we to- have no speed limit, and I'm looking at my cell phone. I'm sure the truck drivers here could probably just go ahead and take the day with calls about what they see from up high. But yeah, I guarantee you, if you were to say, all right, today I'm going from point A to point B, and all I'm going to do is just pay attention to what people are doing around me instead of just focusing on the road ahead, it will scare you to death. Yeah. It you really know, will. You know, you'll be like, oh, my gosh. I'd like to take my Dale Jr. Uh, she- uh, Hendrick Hoover Auto Mall Chevy Silverado on the Autobahn. Mm. This is just a perfect example of why I love what we get to do. Yeah. Because last night you texted us and you said, hey, just a heads up, Gary's coming. Mm-hmm. 
and the Spur Master mm-hmm. and the Naked Cowboys coming. And if Greg would if Greg would have commented on twi- on text because he never does, but if he would have and said, "Hey guys, I just want to let y'all know there's going to be a guy call from Germany tomorrow and he's going to be on the autobahn driving," mm, yeah. I'd have said, "Greg, you don't have to make things up. I know. Yeah. Like the day's already interesting. You don't have to make that up." Right. What other show can say this within a minute? We're going to go from Germany, okay, to Piedmont, Alabama. That doesn't happen a lot. Let's go to Jerry. Piedmont, Alabama. What other show do you think we're the only show in the country that has said that? I to believe that's we'll from the Autobahn to bringing it from Piedmont. That's it. That's from the Autobahn to 278. <laughs> What's up, Jerry? That's right, guys. What's going on? Not hey, much. Guys. You're right, Spady, about what we get to see out here riding around these 18 wheelers. I bet. Uh, I'm a firm. I'm a firm believer in no texting and driving. So if y'all run up on me, see me weaving and everything, I'm not texting. I'm just. About to fall asleep waiting on y'all to get your A's to work. I understood. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we'll try to do better at that. Yeah, exactly. Well, man, pre- right, y'all need to start coming on in about four. Okay, yeah, let's just yeah. do that. Just a get little earlier. earlier. Yeah. But, but Jack's yeah. right. We'll do anything. Yes. But, you know, seriously, I, I, I bet you – I mean, I know that – and I'm talking about texting, not what they see, other things they see, because I'm sure they have stories. They're talking about the truck drivers. But, I, you know, they're out there in it they're, they're every day. Oh, and I bet see. you trying to avoid that and everything else is pretty Plus, yeah. taxing. There's no telling what all they see, just people being oh, – because no. they forget they can look down in the sure. car. Yeah, sure. But let's go a lot to, of them stories, too. Let's go to the greatest mm. city in, in the country. That's Helena, Alabama, where Marty is standing I hope standing Marty by. has seen you walking. What's up, Marty? Marty, that was a pretty big buildup. <laughs> Marty. I think it's his phone. It's going oh, to... come on. Hey, Marty, what's up, bud? Hey, man, I drive a truck in Birmingham several times during the day. Yeah. And I've seen these cars up and down the road, everybody running 65, 70, 75 mile an hour, bumper to bumper traffic. And what really gets me mad is when you see somebody doing it and they got two car seats in the back with kids in the car. Oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah, and they sure. just texting away. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we'll be – and all these backups in the morning, I mean, I see two or three a day every day, and it's just – I mean, it's unreal. And they, people just don't care no more. Uh, they they really don't. It's all about them. Yeah, yeah they, it's and just the, such a normal thing for them. They don't realize – oh, I guess they do. They don't care. They're making that that – that decision that, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And you can't, especially in a real crowded area like when we go to Atlanta. Thanks, Marty. When the traffic's actually moving and you're not sitting still. Yeah. You're moving and they're all over you and everybody's going 75, 80. Mm-hmm. And you try to follow at a safe distance because all of a sudden the brake lights come on all the time. And when you do, somebody gets between you and the car in front of you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Marty it hit the nail on the head. It's, it, we, are, we are the selfish we've ever been in this world yeah. as a society. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me, I, me, 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 me. Oh, yeah. Me, 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 Look, and, me. I, and I had to stop, too. I mean, sometimes I would just pick up the phone, and it's not because I'm – it's just because it's a habit. I'm going to pick up the phone, check – wait a minute. Why am I picking – yeah, I've had it. to get on myself. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to be doing that. I mean, just put it down, you know? Um, See, I have a thing. If It'll give me a text, and I hit a button, and it'll tell me. And they'll say, and if it's something important. Now, I've had to make myself, because I, I ain't going to lie, I was one of those people that would look down, and then all of a sudden one day I looked at him, I was in a ditch. Do you know sure. what was, Oh, yeah. Do you know what was a scary moment, wasn't it, buddy? And, yeah. and it's these podcasts we all listen to, What, no matter what type of podcast it is, but mine is set with the Bluetooth so that the minute I get in the car and crank the car, it starts playing. Right. So I never even think yeah. about grabbing it because I'm in tune to what I'm listening to. Right. Now, sometimes that's frustrating yeah. when you don't want it to play. Uh, you have to it stop is. it. But I know that's what you normally do. I don't want you right now. <laughs> I've had to discipline myself to not even to try not even glance at it. 
You know, yeah. everything, I try to hands free everything. And if I do, if I feel it's important, I have to pull over. And look, I'm not going to say that I always did that. Mm-mm. I just. Oh, I mean, but, I, but back, I to, bad. back to your point, if we were all being honest, we've had that moment where we got scared oh. to death and, and look and, up and, and go, and, hey, that was smart. Yeah, you stupid. You know, you start talking to yourself, what are you doing? And, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, that was so dumb. I know. Um, Jason's in Prattville. What's up, Jason? Hey, I drive a tractor trailer for a living every day in, uh, around Alabama. And about every sixth driver that passes me has got the phone in the hand, and probably about every seventh driver is actually typing, uh, doing some kind of a text. And uh, once, now you guys being from Birmingham will will know where this is at. Mm -hmm. Coming up I-65 at exit 234, which is Alabaster, Mm -hmm. a guy passed me texting in the fast lane, and right before he got to the exit, he went off the left side, into the grass, mm-hmm. snatched it back on, came across both lanes of traffic into the breakdown lane, and then came back over into the slow lane, all for a text. Good night. So if I see somebody bobbing and weaving on the uh, highway, I do not assume that they are a drunk driver. I assume that they're texting. Yeah, it, it mimics drunk driving. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, and you know, Jason. Like, like that guy there, I bet. You would well, maybe not, but you would yeah. think like we're talking about. We've had instances where you go, man, that was close. If that didn't wake him up, if if you go off in the medium, back across two lanes of traffic into the exit lane, then back into, I mean, mm. don't you know? He, I know they like. I bet he had to change the seat oh, down. He's kidding car. me. Yeah. It, it was, <laughs> let's go to Neil in Springville. What's up, Neil? What's up, guys? I I don't know why I found it interesting. That guy from Germany said uh fastest he'd been is like 220 kilometers an hour, and he said it was like 95 miles an hour. I looked it up. It's actually 136, which is I, I thought that, that Neil. I thought that was a little off too. I, I think didn't it's know about, the difference. Well, I, no I do. I, I think it's about. I know it's at, at like a half a mile. Um, it's like a half a mile difference. So if you're, you yeah, know, hang on, metric a little more, <laughs> like point six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Point six and some yeah. change. So you can you can half it, whatever it is, and it'll be a little more than half. So when he said that, I thought, wait a minute, that's, yeah. that's not right. So in his mind, he thought he was yeah. going slower than <laughs> right, he was. Right. <laughs> right. I just thought it was fast. I didn't. Know. Yeah. I, I, to be <laughs> honest, I wanted to act like I knew what I was talking <laughs> yeah. about when he said two hundred something. I did when he went to ninety. I was I, thought, just, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was excited. We were talking about to somebody from Germany, right, and I didn't right. want to spoil it by yeah. telling him he was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's go to right now. We the phones are blowing up. Hopefully, everybody was stopped when they called, and they're and that's we're true. not we're not causing a problem here. But I uh, thought about that. Randall, what's yeah, up, buddy? You tonight? Yeah, man. How are y'all? All right, we're good. Sounds See, like Randall's he... hands free. I can tell. Oh yeah, he sounds like he's pulling something. You a truck driver? Yeah, man. Look, you wouldn't believe the day to day crap that I see. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> you know, folks, uh, they'll be on their phone. They just swerve over to your lane. You blow the horn. You get you get flipped off just now. I have one want to jump out and fight one day. Oh lord. I mean, I mean it's just unbelievable. Did you tell him he don't uh, want to get his butt whooped over a little phone. <laughs> well. I'm not a fighter no more. I'm about 50 years old. Right. And I, I'm not like I used to be, so I try to just, you know, I'm all busy. But look, man, I did Mobile. God texted on the phone. It's kind of, you know, bumper to bumper traffic down at Mobile. And I swear to you, on the back of his windshield, it said, Honk, if you love Jesus. I <laughs> honked the horn, I get the bird flipped out. He's flipping me off just now. <laughs> he keeps doing that, he's going to meet him. Yeah. And you're like, hey, what's up? And they they get mad at you. I know. Hey, uh, idiot, you're the one about killed us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Well, I just had got done feeding my chickens, watering them and stuff, and I walked back to my house there to get my phone so I could play a video game on it. And all of a sudden, I heard a big boom. I looked back out my door, and the electric pole fell, and the lines were falling, and the jail tacklers sideways into the fence. And there's a guy come out screaming and squalling and uh, running around about like a chicken with head cut off. But I told him he need to get out of that water. Say I didn't know he was getting eat up by bees. I thought he was just high. That girl in that little bikini, she had a little red dot thought over here. If they feel like my leg feels, I'd say they're learning. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. <laughs> Seven minutes uh, <laughs> until top of the hour. A little bank nine for you there. As we get rolling. YouTube's live in HD. Stretch Armstrong and uh, Eddie Van Adler here uh, handling that and uh, multitasking with screening you up as well at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Busy show on tap today. Big boy is out in the breezeway, and so if you are coming to the Golden Ticket Seats today, looks like we got some extra seating out for you, so uh, get ready uh, uh, because you could see Gary and you can see the Naked Cowboy all in one day. Um, all right, so um, you were talking, uh, Greg, about – I know we don't yes. do this much, that many this day in history kind of thing. That's kind of radio goobish, but every now and then – What if it's some something thing, I'm interested Yeah, in. some things jump out at us, and this is one of them. Forty years ago – the Miracle on Ice, the mm-hmm. 1980 Winter Olympics when the U.S. beat the Soviet Union, yes. basically a bunch of college kids playing against the pros Yeah, 40 years ago. I remember watching this. I, was, I Evidently, I was about 13 years old, and I remember sitting in the house watching this as it unfolded. And the Miracle on Ice, you remember the great call, you know, Al Michaels? Oh, yeah. Oh, it gives me chills every single time I hear it. Now, here's what I didn't know. We've all seen Miracle with Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah. F- fantastic movie. That One of my favorites. Early 2000s. Probably a top 10 movie for me. There was actually, first of all, there was a day, and I even remember this was even after I got older and I was married, when the networks would have made for TV movies. Okay. They had, and it was one night a week. I don't know if it's Sunday night, but there was a night, movie of the week would come on. Sometimes it'd be a miniseries, it'd be more, more than one part. But they were always really good. They were usually based on true stories. Yeah. But they did a movie, a made for TV movie on ABC in 81, I guess right after it happened. And Carl Malden played Herb Brooks. Now, you probably don't, I don't know. know who he Carl is. Malden was on the streets of San Francisco, and he had this huge nose. <laughs> I mean, he was. There were jokes about Carl Malden. My dad was would make jokes, but we'd be watching. I tell you, he said, <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you. Wow, he does <laughs> but, have a big nose. Oh, huge! He was known for it. But he played Herb Brooks. Okay, uh-huh. Carl, and I'm sure Herb was like, "Golly!" But. Uh, <laughs> And I've never seen this movie. They said it used actual real footage from the match and the real call and all huh. this. They said it actually had used some of the real footage and all, but I've never, I've never seen it. But I didn't even know that. It's called Miracle on Ice, 1981. It was, uh, like I say, Carl Malden. It's Herb Brooks. Steve Gutenberg, you remember him? He played uh, the goalie, Jim Craig. Mm-hmm. And like I say, uh, Malden, he died in 2009, but he was he was mostly – I knew him in uh, – he was like one of these actors from way back, but he was in the uh, streets of San Francisco, which is kind of like a cop show that came right. out. Uh, but all I know is Carl Malden had a huge nose, and I remember Carl Malden jokes about his big nose. I remember that. But big I had old no nose. idea that he was in a movie about the Miracle on Ice. I didn't either. But I didn't that, know there was another but one. But when you see the – I've seen the documentary about it. Yeah. And yeah. what they did – was oh. that that may be one of the biggest upsets in, oh, yeah. in sports? I history. can't think of another one, guys. That, the, that, the Soviets that beat them like eleven to one in yeah. a in a oh, know, yeah. just an exhibition, exhibition match, uh-huh. yeah. and uh, and they beat them. Well, I think what makes this one so special too is that 
yeah, yeah, we've had upsets within our own country in sports, yeah. but when when it's something like that, when we're 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 you they know no chance playing another country and you have no chance and it's their sport and you know I love the footage on the documentary when it shows the Russian team they're standing there after the game and they got looks on their face they can't believe what no, they're seeing they're like what no. just happened because they never lost nobody could beat them no well and think about it too you know there were there were players if you want to dig into the details of it that Herb Brooks put on that team that were not necessarily considered the greatest no, college players no, he was looking no. for but a, it fit that particular fit system. system yeah speed so he'd studied yep. the Soviets he said this is how you beat them yeah right and you're gonna have to go like you say go against what traditional thinking and he did it with smaller guys that were fast. And he, somehow he studied them. He was right. Yeah. He said, this is the only way you're going to be. And everybody mm. in that room with the organization, the hockey organization, the Olympic organization, did not want this to happen. Yeah. yeah. He, had, yeah. he had a couple right. of guys that were on his side, said, and that was it. He knows everybody else in the room yeah. thought he was crazy. Yeah, because the, the type yeah. of team he was putting out there. But he knew exactly what he was doing. And, he, and that team was built to beat the Russians, by the way they play. All right, real and quick. Real quick, uh, you told Speedy and myself about a documentary you watched last night that I am going to watch tonight called Uppity, and I had never heard of this guy. Yes, uh, Willie T. Ribs. Okay, now that sounds like a character from Talladega Nights. It does. It's an African-American race car driver, and his name's Willie T. Ribs. I remember him because he was the first uh, African-American to ever drive the Indy 500. Okay. And I remember him dabbling in NASCAR. Of course, he, you know, during the times, I mean, in documentary it shows. I mean, a lot of people didn't want him there. Sure. But I had no idea because I remember his name, Willie T. Ribs, and I remember him being an Indy. Of course, the car owner, well, or put the money up, was Bill Cosby. It's who, wow. His car in the mm. Indy 500, the first one. Think about that. He, yeah. he qualified the first one on the last day, made it, and then he had mechanical problems. Then he ran it again and actually ran the entire race. But he was uh, dominated in the Trans Am series, these road courses and wow. these – they drive like Corvettes and Camaros. I didn't realize. I mean, this guy was. So we'll, we'll have to a, check he, that he out. He won all the time. I mean, he was really good. Now, he's cocky. Hmm. And, well, he'll tell, got, you, he'll tell you why they call it Uppity. So I've, I've got to watch Uppity. I've got to watch Band for Life, Shoeless Joe and Pete. And mm-hmm. Midway, which I understand you actually bought yesterday. I bought it. I didn't rent it. I bought it. How about that? How about that? I Times mean, are changing. I, know. I mean, just think you about it. You can't hide it. <laughs> you can't hide $19. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day with Six minutes past the hour. We got a lot to do on the program today. Welcome in. As this hour starts, we'll go as we have been doing at this particular time of the show. Since the attack on America back at 9 11, that started with the national anthem. Our national anthem today is Rockapella. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam? Who's brought stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight? Or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming? And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night. That our flag was 
Just at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Will of meat will spin today, so we know it's going to happen today. And in uh, the Naked Cowboy, all the way from New York City and Times Square, an American tourist icon uh, will come by the program today. And if the Will of Meat's going to spin today and the Naked Cowboy's coming by, you can probably put those two things together. I think we all need to see that. Hope he backs up a little bit. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. And uh, Stretch Armstrong, our Rick and Bubba intern, earning his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University, also here with us today. Gary, the bulldozer man, will also stop by on the program today. Uh, so we will visit with Gare uh, as well. Uh, and, and he says he's coming by because I see some people coming from Ohio. And, hey, who is Scott Moss? He wants to get a turkey call from me. And so anyway, all, all that's this new thing. Gary just moves around and wherever he goes, people meet him to get his turkey gone. across the way. Look at there. There he sits. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare and the master out of Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, laborers, associates everywhere, and those of you that can't believe how crazy this world has gotten, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Your two fat buddies on the radio and holding a degree in common sense. Clutch it. Won't you have one? Well, if we can hand them out, we need to drop them from a helicopter. Welcome well, to the how jungle. are you, Seth? Well, you look at the headlines. Welcome to the jungle. That's right. Rick, I was just looking up. I was showing Speedy uh, one of the headlines on one of the news channels this morning. It says, Dems see chances rising for a brokered convention. Yep. Ah, yep, there it is. You know what that Call means. Tick, shot. Tick, Hillary tick, tick, to the rescue. Boom. Here she comes. Yep. Here comes. And, and I've noticed, too, a lot of the pundits out there, uh, there was sto- this story out today, Van Jones from CNN saying that he wished there was some option between Bloomberg and Bernie. Just 
opening the door. Mm. Just opening the door. There's also another good one too. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren got got on Bloomberg about these women he settled these uh, harassment suits with, and the fact that they have signed these non-disclosure agreements. Well, they get a check and they go away. And sometimes those uh, are are valid. The reason they're doing it sometimes it's just to cover up something. But um, it the rumor is that she has had releases drawn up for these women. And that on the next time that they're on the debate stage together, she's going to give them to Bloomberg and ask him to sign it. <laughs> oh, that, that that happened last night. Did it really? Yeah. Um, she uh, read a document during her Thursday CNN town hall that she drew up for for Bloomberg to sign, saying it would release women who worked for his company from non disclosure agreements. And reports reports are that. Uh, there's a history of allegations of sexual harassment, sexism, pregnancy discrimination, hostile work environment, and all this kind of stuff. And she said that she uh, used to teach contract law and thought uh, she'd make it easy for Bluebird uh, to just download it. Uh, she said, uh, I'll text it, you can sign it, uh, and then the women or men will be free to speak and tell their own stories. Yeah, the, the thing, you know, I was wondering, Bloomberg, they finally got him even in the debates uh, to, to he said something in passing, saying, "Well, look, you know, they didn't like some joke I said." Or, yeah. or do you remember that? he actually he actually said something like that? And so, but anyway, so now Elizabeth Warren says, "I'll make this easy on you," and they all started on him on that in the debate, saying, "Look, all you have to do is tell them they can talk, and they will." Right. And then the ones that don't want to don't have to, but the ones that want to can. Yeah. yeah. And Bloomberg I, let everybody know we ain't doing I, that. I have never. Saw, I don't think I've ever seen anybody at the level who's been a mayor of New York who is worth you know so many billions of dollars be so ill-prepared going on the national stage. Well, I don't know what he remember, thought was going to happen. Well, remember, some of the – and I'm not saying everybody's this way. Right. I mean, there's some extremely wealthy people out there that are humble and all they 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 do good with the money they've been given and and uh, they don't have any heirs about them. But there, <laughs> then there's those that Bloomberg seems to be like uh, – and I heard some confirmation of that yesterday. Of course, Hannity couldn't wait to interview anybody who hated Bloomberg. Yeah, right. And, uh, and so – you know, and all they talked about is what a jerk he is and how boring he is. Well, you know what I mean? But, too, but, but, he, but they're saying he's yeah. one of those kind that people anybody. say, "Don't look him in the eye, uh, don't ask, oh. don't ask him any questions." This was I'm from so a guy. Then, yeah. This was from a guy who, who of course, Hannity had to interview yesterday to, to talk about it. Of course, Hannity said he'd had lunch with him before. Said he's just absolutely boring. He's I'm glad y'all quit that. I mean, we used to have to tell people they couldn't look at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to speak yeah. to you. No, Greg, tell like the that. truth. Don't look at him unless you got sausage balls. Don't three steps behind. Don't don't look at Rick and Bubba unless you. Food. Now, if you no, got food, they, all bets are off. Go yeah, ahead. I'm just I, I forgot who it was too. Rick, I heard somebody talking about that, and they said that you was know he, he was so the, was he the guy with the he box? Was so, he was so arrogant that he th- and he thinks he's so much smarter than everybody else. He wouldn't go to somebody and say, "I need practice on a debate format. I there need to go. be coached up on what to expect and, and what that'll to be because he thinks he's already knows everything there is. Yeah. To Correct. I mean, Bingo. Because of who he is. Right. Bingo. Right. Yeah. Hey, he thinks the sixty-eight billion net worth is going to buy him the election. Correct. And he don't want to work for well, it. Well, I think the sixty-eight billion can buy you false security. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Elizabeth Warren, as crazy as she was, she was prepared for that debate. Yeah. And he was not. Yeah. Elizabeth he Warren did not. He does not want to be president. He just doesn't like Trump. How about this? <laughs> Elizabeth Warren came into that debate like she only had nine percent of the vote. Right. Uh, in, right. In, in the last primary, yeah. she, yeah. you know she, she was yes. shooting threes, man. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. She went in there animated and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so we'll uh, we'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. 15 minutes past the hour. And we have other things to cover. 
Had a conversation with Gary yesterday about the naked cowboy and him being here on the same day. And <laughs> he was going to wear it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. He is not. He has no desire to meet the naked cowboy. We got him really spread out. Yeah. Or just hey, yeah. I ain't standing around some man in his underwear. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. A couple of things to know. The Pursuit Men's Conference starts tonight. Uh, Dothan, Alabama, News Talk 1039. Uh, be dropping by this afternoon and, and being on the air with them a little bit locally. So looking forward to that. Uh, doors open uh, at the Dothan Civic Center tonight in Dothan, Alabama at 615 local time. Uh, Michael Adler and Eddie Van Adler, along with the other men that will be playing and singing, They'll crank the first chord at 7 p.m. tonight, and we'll get started. Uh, looking forward to seeing all of you tonight. Uh, Brody Kroll, Bill Searcy speak tonight. Rich Wingo and I will speak tomorrow, uh, and it will just be a blast. Uh, themanchurch.com will have all of our gear and merchandise available. We can talk to you about our curriculum. We'll have the devotionals there and other resources. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So make plans uh, to be with us if you already have your tickets. I know some people are coming to the Golden Ticket Seats today on their way to Dothan. But uh, if you don't have a ticket, they won't be available at the door. You'll need to get them and register online at PursuitMensConference.org. Uh, you can also find that at RickandBubba.com under events. So looking forward to heading to Dothan right after the program today. Also, Bubba, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast will be – hey, as soon as you get up tomorrow for the weekend, there it is. And, Boom. and you can Boom, and you, you can watch it or you can listen to it. And we interview uh, Paul Cleveland, a professor of finance at Birmingham Southern. But here's the cool thing. Uh, we get into, I think, a very important conversation. And Paul – man, you talk about a guy who knows what he's talking about, an expert on the, the history of all this, is how we as a country have um, sadly – given up the education of our children uh, to uh, to the far, far left. And he kind of goes back and gives you the history. Wow. Uh, educational, uh, wasn't it? Very educational on how this uh, devious plan was done. And who uh, did it and why they did it. Yep, yep. And, uh, and then also uh, he and his company are offering textbooks uh, to those of you that uh, have said, I'm not going <laughs> to participate in that government to school system anymore. Uh, and they have uh, they have great resources for you for uh, Christian private schools and also homeschool families or organizations. But more about, and, and that certainly is good. Those resources are available. Uh, but I think no matter whether you are that's something that you care about or need or whatever, I think it's just important to be educated on uh, on what's going on with what we should be calling with with no with no hesitation government schools. You know, Rick, we, we rely on a lot of experts uh, to cover some of these topics we cover every day because yep. obviously we're not that smart, but uh, there are people out there who are, are very well read and uh, educated in these things, and we refer to them and, uh, and, and here on the show, and, and uh, Professor Cleveland is one of them. We see him almost every day. We do, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he uh, he's you know we don't pull the curtain back too often and say hey here's here's somebody whose opinion we we really really trust because a lot of times they get blowback for that but in this case uh, we we let you behind the curtain to know a little bit about Professor Cleveland and he is a super super guy yeah you'll you'll you will be it's important to know what what happened how it happened 
So you can kind of do something to maybe try to counter it at some point. And I tell you, it's but, a but pretty, boy, the, but the Department of Education was a huge mistake. It was huge a, mistake. It was a pretty interesting uh, uh, insight too on on his textbooks and how yeah. that's that's yeah. being done now too. Yeah, so it's good. Very interesting. Yeah, sure. And you know, because I, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, even the part about the history, even if you just cared about that yes, alone, yes. You know, this attempt to revise our history. You know, we mm-hmm. need text. Yeah, one time our textbooks weren't like that, right? Uh, but there's been a, an, a, an attempt to be history revisionist because if you can revise American's history, America's history, then you also can indoctrinate properly because if somebody doesn't know, they go, "Well, that must be how it went." Yeah, and it, uh, it made me think maybe I need to do a textbook on food and health. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> no doubt. I thought I'd get Greg to look at it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed that. That's on me. That's how about, on me. How about what's uh, – so anyway, today I mentioned <clears throat> that Gary is stopping by. I, I mean, look, I don't even have to be on the air. I just got some guys that want my turkey calls. And so, well, he's but, probably not going to be on the air. Right? Right. We're yeah. not going to let him. And, so, and then I told him, I said, well, Gary, why don't you – I said, I want you to meet an American icon, the Naked Cowboy. Yeah. Hey, no thank you. And I said, Gary, what are you talking about? I ain't standing around no man in his underwear. I just ain't. I ain't. <laughs> That's where he's dropping it. He said, that don't make no sense to me. I don't man walking around in his underwear. I ain't doing it. <laughs> and I said, Gary, Gary, I want you to meet the naked gamble. Well, uh, he'll I, probably I have a fur jacket on today. He said, I ain't. Look, Rick, I ain't standing there and, and going over and shaking the hand of a man while he's got his underwear on. Golly, I just don't I make sense to me. Side by side. I, well, that's what I, told. I said, I want y'all on, to be together. I want mm-hmm. a picture of you and naked cowboy together. He wanted well, me. They to, will be at he, one point. He wanted yeah. me to text him. And tell him when Gary, uh, when Naked Cowboy is going to stop by because when I talked to him yesterday, I didn't know for sure. Mm. And so I finally I texted him. I said it's going to be during the last live hour of the show. And then he said in, in his voice, I'll, "I'll probably be gone by then." Hey, I'm I ain't coming st- early. I, I probably like, won't, I probably won't stay. Well, Gary, well, I you, said, "Don't run away." No, we're not. How I about said, this? Well, y'all, I want y'all side by side. How about this? Gary has to stay. To yes. the Cowboy I totally agree with that. Oh, absolutely. I totally yeah, everybody, agree with that. Everybody, now, all... I'll have to leave the room, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I just don't understand it. He ain't really naked. <laughs> I said, well, that's good, Gary. Aren't, aren't you kind of He's observant. Yeah. I mean, he has that guitar, but I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, Rick, that man's got just, not just his underwear on. <laughs> I said, I know, Gary. It's it's. it's <laughs> he said, well, I may wear one of them things they put on dogs, you know, where they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was going to like come in one with one of them lampshades. <laughs> you know, it's oh like him lampshades turned up. <laughs> turned up. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And then he's got a story. Gary does have a oh, story. Oh, yes, he does. He said, I just didn't know. I, I I thought I was just trying to, you know, you can't even have chitlins. So uh, so we'll we'll talk about that coming up. <laughs> hey, don't get him going. Why did he even think he wanted those? Hey. I, he said, hey, man, one of my buddies, you don't, know, likes Rick. him, and I was just going to be nice. Mm. Give it away. So you, you'll hear of that story. Cook any apple pies with him? Mark in Opelika. Mark, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm great, guys. How do you want to tell y'all? Um, I've heard y'all this week talking about the Naked Cowboy and Gary. And what's what's uh, Gary's uh, turkey calls? What are they called? Two-inch spur? Is that what he is, a two-inch spur guy? Well, you know, I shot the state record, you know, which is about a two-and-a-half-inch spur. By the way, I was looking at one of the hunting publications our state puts out, and they had the records, and he's still in there. Is yeah, still? yeah, oh yeah. I shot yeah. you know, so yeah. I, so inch. so the, we yeah. You know, we call we call that big old turkey old two inch. Mm-hmm. And some people have called me that. You know, it's my nickname. Well, well, and uh, personalized tag. I got a personalized tag, and strangely, two inch was available. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of all things. When he said he put that on his truck, and then thought it hit him. What have I done? Yeah, <laughs> and he had to keep it for a year. Yeah, yes. yeah. my favorite. Which reminds me, I got about tags this month. Uh, already yeah. done mine. Uh, yeah. I've yeah. already sent mine in. Hadn't got it back. Yet. Can I tell you that? Of course, of course, uh, yours may have worked out. 
and it worked out fine. I went in. I get it was. I, well, I remember I, last year was an issue for you. Yeah. How about this? I used the flooding. I went during the massive rains and floods, mm-hmm. and when I walked in, there wasn't one person there. I was there the only person. I so I got in and out. But the problem is, mine come in the mail, and you know it's a great problem to have. I love, love, love the fact that we're Hendrick drivers, but we we switch cars so much. Every every car mm-hmm. will come in and it'll show me just what I owe, and there'll always be the Ram fifteen hundred with question marks. Yeah. yeah. So then I have to come in, and if you're coming in, you might as well come into them all. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I, I will say I will tell you this. My oldest son, Boomer, came to came by the house last night. I said, while you are in Birmingham, you will go to the DMV, and you will get your tag. Amen. We, we're I'll not going to do that again. again. <laughs> so he did. So he, he took Good. care of it. Because that's the problem. Like I said, we got uh, even Big Love. I mean, he's not coming home anytime soon. He's over in Starkville. Sure, having to meet him somewhere over the weekend to get his tag, get, give it to him. You know, when they're living in other states and stuff, it gets complicated. It gets complicated. And they, hey, at that age, they're good about handling that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. it ain't real good on people our age. No, but you're right, Greg. You're right. All those B names. I forgot. February. Yep. You'll wait to the last day, and that's when the lines going around. Yeah, I got around. a satellite office. It's money. Oh, good. Oh, we'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. The you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show as we come back. Take the promo code to MyPillow.com right now and look at radio specials. Save yourself a lot of money. I mean, right now we got to buy one, get one freeze uh, on the brand new washcloths and towels they have. That's a six-piece set. Buy one six-piece set, get another one free if you go to radio specials and take the promo code Bubba with you. And then also don't forget, you've got buy one, get one free on the premium My Pillow that we all love. Buy one, get one free on Giza Dream Sheets. Buy one, get one free on the flannel sheets. All this is available for you uh, by going to MyPillow.com right now. Radio specials, click there, use the promo code Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, you know, we, we never can hear the sound, which I think is a way for you and I to protect ourselves. <laughs> but on TV4, we just refer to it here in the studio as TV4. Oh, boys. We, ha- we have flat screen TVs all over the studio here. And on TV4. You better watch 4. Uh, toward the end of the show, The View comes on. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's airing on some yeah. station that we have on there at that time. And um, so. Whoopi Goldberg playing George Washington. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Father of our country. Father of our country. <laughs> uh, so. Anytime I know there's going to be a conservative on there, I wish I could hear. Yeah, you know that, and of course when AOC was on there, oh, I didn't boy. know that Whoopi would tell her that she was that she was bothered by the fact she thinks old people don't know. Her. Yeah, Whoopi <laughs> kind of scolded her a little bit. She did. She did. AOC she did. had a cold look. Yeah, but uh, this guy and yeah, and, I, and yeah. I don't I don't Gats. know that I, I, Matt Gatz. I see him a lot. A Republican out of Florida. He's kind of an odd-looking dude. He's got kind of a strange forehead set up there. Yeah. You'll see what I'm talking about, Greg. He's he yeah, big on his forehead. No, I mean he's a great guy, and he's you know he's a conservative. Hard to go. Yeah, but, yeah, he just looks a little odd to me. But anyway, he uh, he was on uh, the View, and he has upset Bubba Joey Behar. Well, I bet that's hard. Well, he yeah. did. He did. You know how you know how like uh, with songs that you're you're starting, Rick. There's like a, a like a a walk or a slow fade mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and then there's that cold start yeah. where it just starts singing right out of the gate. Yeah. Well, he started right out of the gate and had to ask Joey this. <laughs> he didn't wait. Okay. <laughs> 
I do watch you guys make news every week. Every so day. It's, it's we an are honor. the big political show. I was just wondering if you were wearing black as a consequence of like the death of the political left in the debate last night. It was <laughs> quite something to observe. Uh, you know, don't count the, the dead yet. The bodies. <laughs> Let's give it a little time before we count. Well, Joe Biden, at least. I mean, I was hoping that maybe Whoopi's bell could wake up the Biden campaign if you hit it. I thought he was actually, he helped, helped, didn't do any harm to himself last What day. state's he going to win? I mean, this is a man oh, who, uh, the uh, fundamental uh, premise of the Biden uh, campaign is that he's electable and he can't seem to win elections. So now you have socialist Bernie Sanders against billionaire Michael Bloomberg. Yeah. Well, the Republicans love a billionaire. They love money. So what are you talking about? Well, Michael Bloomberg used to be a Republican. It's yep. fascinating no, it that right Democrat now first. the Democratic Party is likely not going to nominate a Democrat. They're either going to nominate a socialist or someone who some time ago was a Republican. Well, let's, let's talk about... None of them. I don't think any of them are going to beat the president. I think we have a raging economy right now. The American family is seeing revenue pour in as a consequence of higher wages, more productivity, speech, more, more business you know, investment, Donald more capital coming from overseas into our nation. Donald Trump was a Democrat first. He was. He was. We've all sort of been politically square dancing for a while. And I think that we're in a time of real political realignment. In so our let, let's talk about your boss for a second. Because yesterday. <laughs> well, I don't. My boss are the people of Northwest Florida. Yeah, OK. So yesterday. Trump, <laughs> don't dismiss them. It's the highest concentration yeah. of of duty military in the country and uh, i know megan's yeah. dad served there so don't you can it attack me true. if you want but i'm don't not attack attacking you i'm asking you a question okay. yesterday <laughs> trump announced he's appointing another loyalist of his rick grinnell as his acting director of national Tel intelligence but grinnell as you know has absolutely no intelligence experience and he's overseeing all 17 of our intel agencies uh he stands between us and the next isis attack and you know, I don't they, know that, uh, that that was the main part. Okay. He goes on and, and, and continues on. He also said that uh, that Trump should pardon Roger Stone. Uh, Ro Roger Stone, yeah, Roger yeah, Stone. Yeah. And, um, and but but Trump says that he's not going to pardon him because he feels like it'll be overturned eventually. Yeah, he's going to appeal that. Uh, there there is some argument about the uh, the jury pool in that and the foreman of the mm -hmm. jury pool that she mm -hmm. may have been tainted ahead of time and did not uh, disclose that to yeah. prosecutors. Uh, based on her political leanings and donations and uh, activities, and that would be an issue to throw out that verdict uh, if it's upheld. Now, the judge in this also has some political baggage that wasn't uh, friendly to to Roger Stone, and I don't know Roger Stone. I don't know what he did, yep. didn't do. I don't. It yep. doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but uh, the, it's an it's an Obama appointee, and. She ruled against families who tried to sue um, over the Benghazi issue and a couple of other things she's been involved in. So uh, her her leanings are, are well known. wasn't wasn't a good judge for this case to be heard in front of for sure. So, but we'll see how all of it plays out. And uh, the president, like you said, he could just pardon him. He has, you know, the other day we talked about a couple of people he commuted their sentence. But you know, there was a list of like a hundred people. Oh yeah, uh, on that there was only two that made real headlines. But uh, wow. he's uh, he's been busy with that pen. Well, some people think with his strategy, he let he let Blasio go, so he could now let Stone go. Mm. You know, so <laughs> well, he, that that is that is so a he theory can, that's out so he there. look back. Well, there's not not political. I got this Democrat. Yeah, guy. he's a Democrat. <laughs> but the uh, and well, I, I, the guy too, Joy Behar was talking about. I don't know if because uh, I, I don't know the names of these guys, but uh, the guy that Trump had appointed and it's just temporary was the former 
or maybe the current ambassador to Germany. I don't know if that's who she's talking about because uh, I don't think he's appointed a permanent uh, guy yet. But they they said it's temporary. He's he's filling that role till they get somebody else. So. And yeah. I'm sure Joy's an expert on uh, yeah. Well, I know security. Oh, I think she be <laughs> yeah, I know I'm she's sure, got her sure. finger on the pulse. <laughs> hey, I'm not an expert, but I think I'm one click above Joy. Uh, exactly. So anyway, the headline had that the Venezuela wing was 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 at the same time. That's why right. I was letting that roll on. It was actually toward the end of the interview. Uh, when he uh, when he asked her uh, if uh, if the Venezuela wing was taking over the Democratic Party, and she got mad and screamed Venezuela wing. Uh, but anyway, so that uh, you're right, Rick. He's got a really pointy chin. He, yeah, he's yeah. Like I, I mean, you know, I great. thought it was Chris Harris off of the Bachelor. Yeah, I, but he, uh, you know, he uh, he comes across well on TV. I think he's. Uh, you know, probably one of them they're grooming for for bigger and better things down He's the road. He's got good hair. Let me yeah, tell you, I mean, yeah. Let yeah. me tell you what I think he did well, regardless of, of forehead and chin, is <laughs> that uh, that he came out swinging and he knew the the waters he was in. <laughs> oh yeah, and he was going to get on there and say <laughs> he established every, his point. He was going to say everything that he, I, he handled himself great on the. Beach. <laughs> he was going to yeah. get everything in before they <laughs> slammed the door. Here's his Venezuela <laughs> shot that you were talking okay. about towards Pointy. the end of it. Right. Off of welfare, America is in a sense of great renewable renewal. We've got a comeback president running against the throwback left and the Venezuela oh, wing of the Democratic Party taking over with Bernie ring. Sanders. Oh come on, the Venezuela. Go ring. listen to Bernie Sanders. He praises <laughs> Venezuela. He praises. He just jumped right in the shark. Well, you know, what I like about it is he wasn't naive enough to think he was going to get a fair shake. So he went in there and just said, look, I'm going to come in here like a bulldozer. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to lower my head and let, say, and just everything you, I say, if you noticed it, it really kind of worked because they were so taken back of everything he was saying, but, but they're trying to come back and respond. They're almost like there's so much to respond yeah. to, we can't hit it all. Yeah. You know, that may be, and, and we talked about this a little bit uh, the other day, the thing that Donald Trump may give us that outlasts his tax cuts, his economy, his judges, and all of that is a new attitude by conservatives that we don't have to take it anymore, that we can get back in their face and fight them. And that has not been the norm up to this point. It has been nice. passive. It has been we'll be above that fray, and, and it's just like pit bulls attacking you, and you haven't fought back. And, you know, I love George W. Bush, too, but he he was an example of that older uh, mentality where you, don't, you, you act presidential, you don't fight back. I think the Trump legacy is going to be a whole lot of new – uh, conservatives who are going to go, I'm going to fight back. They've I'm been going emboldened. to give it to you, and I'm not going to let you have the last word, especially when it's some textbook, pie-in-the-sky, phony-baloney theory on something. Yeah, like, yeah. well, and I agree with you 100%. I think, as you said, I, I, I think George W. Bush is a, is, a, is a good man. He's a redeemed man, and I certainly like him as yes, a person. Yes, absolutely. And cert- I, I'd love to hang out with George W. Bush this weekend. And Wouldn't bother me at all. And certainly thought he did a good job there for the most part in the time that he was president, especially through 9-11. But the, you know, the culture changes, and it, that attitude, is, as much as it may be desired, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't play right now because the culture will not allow it. So you, you have to kind of get people in there. You know, you know how you look around and go, all right, let's see, who's 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 the person for this job? Mm. All right, George, you're not you were at one time, but you're not for this job. I tell you who we need for this job is this guy right over here. You know, you know, so when people well, say, look, 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 I know this is a tough job, but I'm the man to do it. And uh, and and you got you got to go now on offense. You know, I, I say the same thing about you know on something more important. I think the church has got the same 
place. Yes, it, it's time. Yes. It's time for the church to go on offense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jesus said that his church was going to that, that the gates of hell could not withstand against it. A gate is a defensive thing that hell is actually defending itself. And and, and Jesus saying, "My church is going to knock down the gates of hell and deliver people from it." And so, you know, we sitting around playing defense all the time and saying, uh, you know, I, is, is, is our ultimate goal to be nice mm-hmm. and be liked? No, it, it, it's not. And uh, I think that the Republican Party, as far as politics is concerned, uh, has already decided that they will go on offense. Yeah, a, I think it's a style issue. Yeah, it really yeah, is. And, uh, uh, and I think you're seeing that already. I think you're seeing that with him. I think you're seeing it with uh, – and I'll give you another candidate I think is uh, uh, subscribing to that theory, and that's Tommy Tuberville. We see in one of our local elections. So you see a more very aggressive approach to things as opposed to being classy and passive. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's almost like when you, you play an opponent and you say, look, this opponent you're playing is physical, and if you won't get physical, yep. they're going to intimidate yep. you and you're mm-hmm. going to have a problem. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show, especially if you're principled and what you're talking about you truly believe to be the truth. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour gary the bulldozer man has arrived i mean hey i got my flannel on i took my shirt in because i want to look nice <laughs> and uh, so gary we'll, we'll talk to him coming up uh, next hour and just kind of check in with him hey i don't need to be on the air bub i mean i'm just here to give my calls to some guys that are coming in from ohio from and where they're, they're from ohio and they headed down to the pursuit to down, where to the pursuit <laughs> down there in conference down there you know <laughs> at Cersei and Wingo and it, who is Cersei okay Cersei. <laughs> he, he was just telling us in the kitchen about somebody picked up a call for, from yeah, him yeah I got it we got it we got to ask him well, yeah, yeah, about that yeah. I told him junk. I said I think that'd be a good ad for you yeah I do yeah. too well, I, I know some not. videos somebody uh, Gary may have ripped off I know it I hey, know. hey Greg let me ask you this guys products very similar uh-huh. have you talked have you talked to Cersei and and Wingo, and 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 you know Rick, you can't. He ain't gonna come by. He, you can't have nothing with him. But you think they might on their way to Dothan stop by Lake Mitchell? <laughs> I'm I'm concerned about Brody Cole. Are you communicating him with yeah. him on travel and yeah, everything? Yeah, I've, I've told I, I've done the famous you know. Text Brody Crawl and said, "Hey, you need to ride, you know, and all yeah. that." And he's like, "I'm not being pulled in that again." Right. Wow. So, but he's uh, we're all driving this time, so nobody's gonna be left out. Oh, wow. That was a terrible, terrible day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I felt, I felt life changing. You yeah. know, I, mean, that I felt mean. bad until I thought, well, when I land, I can text him. When I text him, when I was like home, and he told me that he was he was he was right on the outskirts of Atlanta, and it was just wow. now and just now slowing down behind all the brake lights that were stopped oh. as he was about to work his way through Atlanta, uh-huh. and I was already home. That was that was good. Yeah, that was kind of yeah. Wake well, up well, it'll be awkward when we see each other. Uh, so uh, so we, uh, we we'll talk to Gary coming up next segment. Bubba, it looks like it is now confirmed that Omar did marry her brother. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And and said she would do what she had to do to get him papers to keep him in the U.S. Uh, so, um, which is illegal uh, on about three different fronts, and yeah. she falsified records, which means she also has now falsified tax returns. Correct. Uh, so you know, will she be prosecuted, or will she get a pass like other politicians? Hmm. You know, if you probably get a pass, if you can't just come into the country and start breaking laws, and then it be all okay. I mean, that's that's kind of our whole 
problem with illegal immigration. When you look at her marrying her brother, and 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 now we we don't have to say that like with apprehension anymore. Right, it's official. Right, uh, and um, when you see some of the other things that go along with this, uh, of course, a Somali community leader is the one that's coming out with this. And said she said that uh, she said that she needed to get papers for her brother to go to school. We all thought she was just getting papers to allow him to stay in, in this country. Omar was married in 2009 and married, listen to this, by a Christian minister even though she was Muslim. I mean, that, that, that is that just trying to make it look? that She just needed her paperwork. Right, yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. So, um, so anyway. Um, the, the, and the lid blowing the cover off a lot of this is coming from Somali leaders in yeah, her community. exactly. Who who know what's going on and saying you know this is enough, you're gonna well, get a, you're gonna get us all in trouble by this constant line. Well, and that's it because what what they're saying is you know the husband that she actually you know was married to you know straight up that everybody you know sitting there knew about. They said that was a huge Muslim ceremony. Uh, they did uh, they did split in 2008, but she did have uh, have another child with the first husband while she was legally legally wed to her brother. No, I, they didn't take have a child, right? No, 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 they did not. Uh, but then, see, it goes back to this. They said, but when she went and married her brother, nobody knew about it. It was it was a Christian minister, and it was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I got to know who this Christian minister was. What was he doing? Yeah, well, he uh, may not have known. What right, he right. Did you get to do any background work mm-hmm. at all? But anyway, so uh, the, so to Bubba's point, the reason why this is big, I mean, it's creepy. Uh, but she's saying, look, I wasn't trying to do anything, in you know. That was incest. I was just trying to get my brother what what he needed to 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 get in to stay in the country. But to Bubba's point, but what she did, you can't do. No, and right. you, so so we we can't. Yeah, that, that's it, that's why the rule is you have to be married. It's supposed to be a right. married thing, not a hey, I need to get somebody in thing. Yeah. I want y'all to know again that the Omars and the Casio Kid Cortezes of the world, they actually won their elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope y'all know that. Yeah, they yeah. did. And sadly, this they story— They won their primaries, and they won their election. I hope y'all know that. Yeah. Won't that be means dis- there were enough people. Yeah. It won't be discussed on many shows either, because she's one of the ones that gets the pass. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't mess with her, because she'll, she'll, really she'll declare all kinds of uh, phobias of every kind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there'll, there'll be so many phobias she'll throw at you that you won't, you won't even well, know Well, the squad good. is running aground quicker than the Titanic. With their own, even their own constituents. So we'll see how all that shakes out. Somebody tried to clarify for me, and it just, I guess to help me sleep. Mm-hmm. And they were saying if you go and look at some of these races, especially especially Casio Kid Cortez and Omar and some of them, so few people actually go out and vote, and it's such a small yeah. uh, that that, yeah. that it doesn't take much. You don't have to convince a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. to, to it, make it, but a, it gets them on the national stage. So. Oh yeah, and then they they oh, run rushshod over the leadership and everything else and do their own thing. Now, listen, no one no one in America would like for AOC to go away more than Nancy Pelosi. Oh, no, you're <laughs> right. No, you're one hundred percent right. You know, I think that's one of the things that that Goldberg Whoopi was trying to kind of. Say in yeah, passing. she exactly, exactly. You know the way y'all treating Pelosi and all this, you're really being a handle for the party. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things where you've got a bunch of drunk cousins at the family reunion. You can't get them to shut up, right? Right. You know? Well, they, yeah. you know, for <laughs> for better or worse, the, the political parties have a, you know, they have a, a a leadership hierarchy that comes down, and a lot of it's based on seniority. And then when you get you know newcomers in and they try to you know take the lead, it causes problems and causes divisions in the in the ranks, and you see that right now and on that side of the aisle. 
Where do you think it's all going to shake out? You still think it's going to be Hillary coming into a brokered convention? Oh, yeah. I mean, we had the headline today, Dems expect brokered convention. No one's going to come in with enough delegates in their pocket to win it, so they're going to have to make deals. Hmm. And there's going to be people who, I mean, (laughs) you've heard never Trumpers. There's there's some never Bernies on the Democratic side. And I think the only person that will come in who is unscathed, I mean, Michael Bloomberg is going to look like he's been through the briar patch. You know, by the time he gets there, he's going to be so cut up. Um, I think Hillary will step in and say, hey, I can unite this group and I can be the candidate. And we actually won the popular vote last time. We, We missed out on a couple of states. We'll get it this time. And. And if some of the Democrats may go put her up again because this will be it, right. <laughs> we'll be done with her. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons that different people would vote for Hillary. I think. Yeah, because I don't think yeah, on the Democratic side to make her the candidate. Because even even <clears throat> even Nancy, deep down in places she doesn't talk about at parties, she knows that these socialists can't win the general election, right? I think she knows that, and I think she knows Biden is too old, and I think she knows that Bloomberg does not have it. Right. To be sharp enough to win these debates, uh, you know, it's just like Van Jones said. Who, who is my can- who do I, who can I have as a candidate here? There, there's nobody. We're just split out all across the board. Elizabeth Warren's going around with her NDAs, wanting everybody to sign. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, that could blow up on a lot of people in Congress. A lot of people. Top of the hour, Gary the Bulldozer Man next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.